welcome to Trackback, um, the show for all the best TikTokers to come on to talk about their TikTok influencing. This is the show for you. Let me just say that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so myself and the viewers that are listening into this show, they, we're going to get to know you, Molly. We're going to get to know you and your TikTok career right from the very start. So let's go back to the start. And let me ask you, why did you join TikTok in the first place? So I was actually on Musical.ly. So when the app was way before and it was Musical.ly like, and the videos were completely different, the app was completely different actually. Um, I actually started then. So I was in like high school. I started Musical.ly with my friends and my little sister. And after school, me and my sister would just sit and like do random Musical.ly. And then as the app was like getting bigger and bigger, and then got verified on Musical.ly. And then as the app got even bigger and it changed over to TikTok, that's when it kind of, pushed me onto the next platform so it kind of just like I didn't even mean to it just kind of fell into place if that makes sense you know it's quite funny because you know one of the questions was did you know anything about TikTok prior to joining but you've obviously joined TikTok before it even was TikTok so you obviously would have learned whilst the app was developing into TikTok from Musical.ly um what would you say the big difference the biggest difference was from um the change from Musical.ly to TikTok what was that big change that you noticed um, I think a lot more people started coming onto TikTok than there was on Musical.ly. I think it was quite a small, I knew a lot of friends on Musical.ly and that was kind of like a good, nice group. I feel like now TikTok is so much bigger. There's a lot more people I don't know. I kind of feel like I knew the people on Musical.ly. Yeah. Um, now it's much bigger. There's definitely a lot more people on there. I think the videos, there's a much bigger variety of videos on TikTok, whereas Musical.ly was very about like the slow-mo, the lip sync, like the songs and I think now there's loads of stuff on TikTok there's fashion there's beauty there's fitness there's like so much more you know I tried to make one of those musically videos um you know the lip sync videos and I just realized that's not for me I'm not gonna do it I'm much better <laughs> doing this you could pay me a million pounds to do a uh, lip sync video but it's never gonna work um <laughs> now you mentioned you know when you were on musically were there any influencers that were on there before you joined that you checked out and thought you know what I really like what these guys are doing. This is kind of what I want to do just from watching these people's videos that they've been putting up. Yeah, I mean, Holly H, she is still a TikToker now. She was um, a big Musical.ly star at the time who I watched her videos all the time. And then I actually went to, I represented Musical.ly's UK um, comedy platform at a event in London, O2. And then I went there and Holly was actually one of the judges. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, like, and Phil Green, Phil Green was a judge as well. And I used to use his sounds all the time. I used to do skits to his voice. And I remember them two being on the panel and like judging. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like I look up to them and now they're like judging and seeing me on stage. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. And then after I won the competition and went to Milan for the, like the whole of the Musical.ly UK final thing and um they were also there again and then they were speaking to me and then we become friends and it was like oh my gosh like someone who I used to look up to is now I'm friends with and then we were making videos together and it was just so nice so I definitely say Holly H and Phil Green was two people I definitely looked up to on Musical.ly. Got to get them on the show I want every TikToker on Holly H is <laughs> yeah you know I, I I completely agree I've, I've been seeing some of her work as well but it must feel good in an aspect that you are kind of one of the pioneers um, of TikTok because you've been on the app that long you've been on it before it was TikTok do you feel in a way that you know your videos have been seen qu- for quite a long time do you feel in somewhat of a way that you are kind of a, a pioneer of TikTok because you've been there for so long and you know people have checked out your videos 
for a long time and you feel now you you are quite recognized you're in that position even with a lot of new influencers that are coming on the app you still feel like you you know you you still were one of the originals and and that you you have that big you've got a big point on that app in a way yeah but I also think like because I've been doing it for so long and I was like one of the first on musically I feel like it, it has been a long journey it's taken so long but I also I think it's given me a better mindset in a way that from day one I've always wanted to carry on working and carry on trying for so long whereas since TikTok came along and a lot of new people jumped on it in lockdown and like quite soon and I've done and a flew past me in a way it, to do with followers or views. I feel like it's been kind of one a bit of a kick to be like, oh my gosh, I've literally tried for so long. I'm still trying. Um, but it's given me a, maybe more humble in a way, I think. Because yeah. um, I have for so long on the app and I know kind of the ins and outs of what music was like. And then I know the ins and outs of what TikTok's changed into. Um, so I've kind of seen it all. But yeah, I do feel like flying the flag, you know? <laughs> I remember that song flying the flag for you. You know that aeroplane song in Eurovision should be on. You should be on the t- next talk fest stage, just saying that. Saying, "Yeah, I was one of the influencers. I flow the flag for all of you." Um, but Olivia, as an influencer, you know, why do you think a lot more people are getting into influencing? It seems from what I, I was, I was reading an interesting statistic that a lot more people are trying to get into influencing rather than acting. It used to be the other way around. It used to be people, you know, vying to becoming actor. But now it seems that a lot of people are trying to get into the influencing business. Why do you think it's getting so popular? Would you say that TikTok is the main reason for that? Yeah, I think because TikTok has given such a platform to then become an influencing job. I think a lot more people have either come come on the trend to be like, to try and get a job like this, because it's easy, people think. Um, but it's, it's definitely not. But definitely me being an actress as well, as an influencer, it's kind of given me the platform to do both. So if I want to show like the acting side on TikTok, I can. If I want to do more like influencing and talk to people about, I don't know, topics or products, then I also can. So it's given me a platform that I can do both of my interests on, which is great for me. Absolutely. Now, of course, TikTok, um, we look at the world we live in today. Um, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. There's a lot of uh, things going on. Um, especially during the lockdown, TikTok brought that sort of sense of relief that people could just go on their phone during the lockdown, scroll, get entertained and, and have that smile on their face, you know, whilst being locked away because of the virus. What would you say in that time TikTok has brought to the world? Um, I think it made the app more fun in a way. I think because more people jumped on it and people were doing the craziest of things and like the most random things um, that it definitely brought the app a bit more life and I'm, I'm kind of glad more people jumped on it anyway because it's brought us so many more different people on the app and so many more different varieties of like videos um but yeah I think it just it relaxed the app in a way so it's not so serious and full of like people who are influencers um it's just brought on like my uncle my cousin who want to post random videos in the house do you know what I mean like more fun just genuine videos I just like watching the granddads that are on there. It's just hilarious. I mean, an 80-year-old granddad. I never thought an 80-year-old granddad on TikTok could be so entertaining, but here we are. (laughs) Um, So let's look look at your first skit you ever did, Molly. What was the development behind making that skit? Um, And what was going through your mind, you know, thinking, all right, this is all changed now. This is TikTok. How am I going to make that first impression? People know me from Musical.ly, but how am I going to make 
that new first impression of me on TikTok when it came to making your first skit? Um, at first, on Musical.ly, my um, content was mainly comedy. So I used to do a lot of comedy and lip syncs. And as soon as like t- um, TikTok came around, I thought, I'm going to carry on trying that. But the more I was on TikTok and the more I saw what everyone else could do and what everyone else was doing, I kind of hopped onto as many trends as I could. So I'd do a random beauty video. I'd then do like a fashion video. Then I'd do a comedy skit again. And I kind of just mixed up the content when TikTok came along just to see where like my niche would kind of, be best and do you know what the most like random videos I remember doing my one of my first ones on TikTok which was me flossing when the floss came out and that one just went crazy and I was like how is just me standing in a room doing like this silly dance move doing so well over like anything so then I found out, out the most random things was best in a way like to start on TikTok so then I carried on like the comedy random videos especially with my sister they seemed to do well at the um I mean, they've always done well, but at the beginning, I knew when my sister was in the videos, everyone loved her. So we just do stupid things together. And that was kind of what I was like, right, okay, I'm going to carry on with this. It's kind of like when you feel like you're in your element with something, you keep trying and make a skit about something and you just feel, no, this isn't for me. But then you find yourself in your element and you're like, yeah, this is the one. This is the one I want to keep doing. And then you kind of, you've made it then because now you're going to be recognized for doing this in particular thing. And that leads me to the next question about how TikTok, do you think that it does provide people that want to get into the arts industry? It's a tough industry to break into. Everyone knows that. But do you think TikTok provides that platform to make it easier in a way for people to break into the industry? Because you can class TikTok as a celebrities practically these days. So would you feel that it does provide, you know, these influencers like yourself opportunities in bigger jobs like acting jobs as you mentioned you wanted to kind of mix the both together so do you think that tiktok because a lot of celebrities i noticed are on there as well all it takes is somebody you know who's scrolling through oh i like this person i'm gonna try and get in contact with them so do you think that it does provide you know more of an opportunity tiktok yeah, I think it definitely does, because like I said about the random videos, I mean, one that really pushed my followers up um, a while back now was I drew like a dot to dot all my spots on my face with like a Sharpie. And that video was the most random thing ever. I don't know why. I think I saw someone do it with someone's back. I'm like, their moles or something. I was like, right, I'm going to do it on my face. And then I was like, it blew up. And then my followers went crazy. And I thought, this is how easy that a small random video of you just like being yourself in a way, doing something so crazy that you've never put on Instagram, for example, um, did so well. And that it got me noticed more. And then I think the amount of people that can then come on the platform and get themselves noticed is so much bigger than you can on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Like you wouldn't go over to Instagram and put on that video, like on your, on your profile. So I feel like TikTok's definitely given that space for people to get known like with the for you page and people can get their videos noticed to a lot more people Um, and people do seem like famous on TikTok like I have people who I see as famous TikTokers and I think it's much bigger in like our generation and like they are famous in our head rather than like TV people now like I look wow (laughs) well you definitely fit in the category of famous TikToker For me, 100%, you fit in that category. But Molly, as well, I mean, I had a great idea for what you just said about, uh, you know, connecting the dots on your face skit that you did. You should do a crossword on your face. How amazing would that be? I mean, I think that would be great. TikTok crossword, that's the new trend for 2022. Remember that. 
Um, so tell me, Molly, what would you say your favourite skit is? Out of all the skits you've done right up to this very day, this very time, this interview, if you had to choose one skit that you just loved, what would it be and why would you pick it? I think my one of my most recent ones is now my favourite. Um, when I get my family involved, because the whole of the process of getting my mum and dad and my grandma and granddad in a video is just so funny. Like I remember doing it was the berries and cream one with my dad, and me and my sister did it. It did so well, and my dad was like, "Right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fly past you, amazing. Like I'm going to do better than your video." And I was like, "Right, we'll see." So he learnt the words. He had like the script behind the camera, and the whole process of getting them all together. Like we had to learn the dance about four times because mum would go on the wrong leg. Then we'd do it again, and then dad would get the wrong words, and then oh, Maisie wasn't in the shot, and then it was just so funny that the whole process of making the video was as good as the video. And I was like, "This is my favorite now," and it's the most recent, really. Would you say that you yourself are a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to creating skits? Because I've spoken to a lot of TikTokers and they they like perfection videos. They can do it over and over and over again. And I've noticed a lot of these TikTokers, they have incredible sort of technology. Um, you know, they have all these high cameras. And I just thought TikTok was just recording a video on your phone. But they take it one step further with all this, this new technology. Do you think that's going to be vital for TikTok's success in the future? Having all this new sort of technology come into the game? I mean, yeah, I mean, the app has everything for you, really. Like, I do all my editing and everything on app. So I don't use anything else but my phone and the app. So in a way, TikTok's got it all for you. Um, But I do think I'm a perfectionist in the way that everything's got to be like, if it's a dance, me and my sister have to be like in time. If the words have got to be right, you can't be out of sync. Like, I'm not going to put it up if it's not right. You know, got to be on it. I mean, that's how all X Factor auditionees start. They start with the lip sync audition if they did get it wrong then it's kind of like well you know how the audition's gonna go yeah <laughs> um now one thing i ask all the tiktok um influencers that's come on the show molly is about online abuse um on tiktok um a lot of influencers are subject to this why do you think the reason is for this and is there something that tiktok the app can do to stop this happening um I've been very lucky with like hate and abuse online so I've never really had the feeling or the impact of what it is like or what it can be like I've seen it for my friends or other influencers and but myself I've never I've gratefully never had anything like that Um, and but I don't think could really do anything I think they have the report in the comments they have you can turn your comments off so if people were struggling I mean there's literally that option to turn your comments off so you won't see what anyone has to say um but also putting a video out there, I think everyone needs to know that you are allowing people to have their own opinion. Um, so I don't think the app could do anything. I think they have the features in place. If you didn't want the comments, um, if you didn't want to post, you wouldn't post. Um, and you've kind of put yourself up for it if you are going on the app and sharing things about yourself. It, it must be hard, though, seeing friends going through that. It must be you know, pretty hard to see them you know, struggling when all they want to do is really put smiles on people's faces and do what they love to do. It must be quite hard. And obviously you must have given them the support yes definitely yeah I mean even with my sister once when she first um was on my social media there was comments like way back I think it was on musically and little comments that started and I was like oh I see I do I get in a feeling of what people do talk about because they can pick on anything like anything that's not even an issue if if they want to get someone down they're going to find a way that they can um but ever since we've never struggle with anything like that which I'm so grateful for but definitely seeing other people go through it it's it's not nice no it isn't now for younger tiktokers coming into the game um you know and and there is a lot of young tiktokers on there 
As an experienced TikToker, what advice can you give them to have a successful TikTok career? What tips can you give them? I'd say just be yourself. So don't, obviously, as everyone always says, be yourself. Don't copy anybody else because, um, you know, they're already there. So you're not going to be as good as them because someone's already in that position. Um, I'd say don't, like, rush into anything. Like I said about me being on the app for so long, I think I'm very, like, knowledgeable and experienced in the app and what a collab looks like and what a great manager looks like. And now everything's, like, falling into place, whereas people jumping on it would probably take everything their first opportunities or their first um, experiences and like think that's the best you know so just being careful um and like on it with comments and what you're posting and being kind not following anyone's footsteps absolutely and would you say your life has changed from tiktok i mean we're talking about opportunities that you've had um getting noticed on the street by other people how are you handling tiktok fame and are you grateful for the opportunities that you've been given um from the app oh absolutely yeah ever since i had the opportunity of um doing the milan thing and the whole um musically o2 that was just the first thing that came to me and i was like wow this is actually something explaining that to my mum and dad was just crazy because they didn't understand they was like you doing what for what why um and that was kind of the first thing where i was like wow and then as soon as TikTok came along and then I had an amazing manager live and like everything came along um, in like a really good pace in a way. Nothing was rushed. Yeah. I got time to think and time to understand everything and what's gonna could happen, what the future could look like. And I think seeing um, people like Molly May, for example, who's doing so well um, from like reality TV, um, I was like, wow, that what she's doing right now is just unreal. And if I can do that from doing what I like to do from like acting, dancing, TikTok, that would be unreal. Like, so following, like, looking up to people like Zoella, who was like the, one of the biggest YouTubers in my eyes when I was younger. Yes. Um, looking up is, yeah, just crazy. Ah, you know, I keep remembering that I did put an application in for Love Island, but I think it got lost in the post, unfortunately. What can you do? <laughs> um, how do you feel, you know, talking to other influencers about your um, TikTok successes do you think there's a difference between talking to your family and friends about it compared to talking to other influencers about you know how you're feeling you're doing on TikTok yeah I mean my family have like definitely got to understand it the more I've been on TikTok or Instagram and all social media um but definitely talking to friends who are on the app and understand it um the same as I do is a lot easier um so talking to them, they understand about collaborations, they understand about events, they understand about views and followers. Like to other people, if I spoke to a friend from home and said about my followers going down, for example, or my followers have changed, they'd be like, why is that matter? Like, it's not an issue. Whereas if I spoke to one of my influencer friends, they'd be like, right, let's do this. Let's try this. Um, and they'd understand how it affects you in a way when it's your job and what you love doing. Um, so there's definitely a difference, but my family are understanding it more and more, which is good. Yeah. And it's great to, you know, have them supporting you, isn't there, through, through your journey, having friends and family that are supporting you through that journey. I think I think it's a real quality to have. Yeah, I agree. My family are very supportive on everything. Like you see in, in my videos, like they'll always jump in the videos if it can help me in a way or yeah. even if they just want to do this. Now, final question. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Apologise in advance. There are many TikTokers out there, but who would you say, apart from yourself, Molly, that you love watching, your favourite influencer out there currently, and why? 
Do you know what? I've been asked this question before, and my sister always says to me, Molly, you never actually watch TikTok. And like, she'll, she will sit and scroll on TikTok forever, and she has loads of people she follows. And when she's like, Molly, who do you watch? I'm like, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't sit and scroll on the app. But when I do pick someone, I did think about this, and I was like, when Maisie asked me the other day, I was like, I like this girl. I think she's called Monika or Monique, Monika, something like that. And she she does like skits and like POVs of like being a teacher or like a classmate or she just does funny comedy videos and it makes me go back to me doing my comedy videos and she just does them to a T and she's so relatable and I think she's amazing. Would you, was, would that be Monica Gelder by any chance? Yes, that's yeah. her. Yeah, she, she's she been on the show. She's been Love on her. the show, Monica. She, she's, she's great. I mean, I, I wish I had a teacher like that, but unfortunately all my teachers were not very nice but um molly i I just want to say thank you very much for coming on the show it's been great you are the first influencer on my season two of track back and if you want to listen back on this show then just go on apple podcasts and spotify track back and you can see molly and the rest of the red carpet of tiktok influencers on the show and of course we'll be continuing with the next guest very soon on track back but molly finally where can the viewers that are listening into this episode of Trackback find your TikTok and other social media platforms because I want them to check you out. More and more followers. Oh, thank you. My TikTok is underscore Molly Marsh underscore and my Instagram is Molly Grace Marsh and my YouTube is Molly Marsh. Well, check them out right now. <laughs> Molly, I want to say thank you for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,